This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. You looking to sell your home? At realestateagentsitrust.com, our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com First show that ever has started with a Jeffy sound? Uh, it might be. No, no, no. No, I've had usually, you know, uh. Yeah, groaning and breathing, sure. And but you said belching. Hi. He's belched. He's belched before. to start a show, so, sure. Yeah. But that time you said you actually greeted the people. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. Good you job. Mean that really? should, you don't like the belching or the breathing? Or? No, no, not so much. No, I don't huh. like it at all. Not so much. Uh, we got a little taste of that this weekend doing some uh, coverage of the New Hampshire event. Yeah. Uh, which went really well, and Jeffy was with us, um, so it didn't obviously didn't go completely well. But um, and then you did your show, by the way. Jeffy has a show on uh, Blaze Radio, which you can go right now, and and he calls you a downloader if you don't listen live. Like Correct. it's a it's a disparaging term. You're a downloader. Um, well, it's a term of endearment. Although you're not really downloading, you're streaming it, right? Most of the time, I mean, you're not. I mean, you can download it, but Correct. most of the time you're streaming. Correct. I can't remember the last time I downloaded anything. Right, you, don't you know, <laughs> you pretty much just stream stuff now, right? Kind of, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, but, you know, the term of endearment downloader is so much better than a streamer. Is it? Yeah. So who's in your in your sort of architecture of the world, who is worse, a streamer or a downloader? Ooh. Ooh, streamer. <laughs> oh, wow, streamer below downloader, so there you go. Um, <laughs> hey, so it goes uh, listener, downloader, streamer, <laughs> and then Donald Trump, who starts our show today. Trump uh, is making, uh, this one's amazing to me, not because, I mean, he, look, he's clearly, he's joking, but he's referencing something real. Um, and what I, I find amazing here is what an incredible insult it is to the people voting for him. Listen to what he thinks of you. Watch. You said yesterday you could shoot someone in Fifth Avenue and wouldn't lose voters. You're that confident, huh? Well, I have a very great group again. of people, John. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have people that are so loyal, and it's been uh, so reported, and even in your poll, uh, but in a lot of the polls, they do that, the loyalty factor. And my factor is up when you add it all up. It's pretty much close to 90%. These are people that just won't leave. They will not leave. I love my people, and it's a great thing. I mean, it's a, it's a great thing. Far, far greater loyalty than any other candidate by double, triple, quadruple, and I love mm -hmm. my people. 
He loves his people. He loves his people. Except he thinks they're morons, they're mindless morons who follow him whether he stands on Fifth Avenue and shoots somebody or not. <laughs> it is amazing. Oh, jeez. The, the, the thing in the poll he's talking about is, is an interesting dynamic because you can take it the way he's talking about. Like, hey, it's great that I have a lot of people who are very loyal to my campaign. That is something that's great. Um, the problem with it is, is that he's no one's second choice. Like, the, there's a give and take with that in that everyone else seems to not like him. So the people he has, he has. But the other people are like, eh, you know, I'd rather go with Cruz or Rubio or whatever. And when you do first and second choices, especially at caucuses, a lot of times it breaks down to these uh, second choices because you think, oh, well, my guy's not going to win. Um, second choice, actually, Cruz usually wins these polls. Um, and sometimes by a wide margin. So it would be interesting to see uh, which one plays out in uh, in the Iowa caucus. Does Does the Trump supporter have the... Uh, I mean, certainly they're loyal, but can they talk others into this? I, I mean, I, I don't see a lot of movement. You know, I don't see. I don't. I, I will. This and this is. This, I thought about this this weekend. This entire time we've been talking about Donald Trump for six, seven, eight months. Mm -hmm. I've never heard a coherent argument as to why you would vote for him. Oh, I haven't either. Not one I have time not either. have I heard... The well, I'm angry! Yeah, like I've heard I'm angry. Well, he'll get things done! I, I feel this way. There's a lot of feelings talk. There's a lot of emotional descriptions. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of, uh, well, we can't do it the way we used to do it. But there's never been a coherent argument. The closest I can come to it, um, and it's still wrong in my mind, but the closest I've come is I'm a one-issue voter and I think he's the best guy on the border. But even that, he's not the best guy on the border, and we, you know, we've described. I mean, some of those clips, and we're gonna, we should go through some of these. This is a, this is a super PAC made this against Donald Trump. There's a couple of clips in there though that they talk specifically about um, mm -hmm. uh, immigration. I think this is going to be in part two of this. But watch these clips, and we'll discuss them uh, as we go through them. A lot of these clips are from 2015 and 2014. Yes, there are also clips in there from 1999, which you might say, well, that might that's not important. But look at the stuff he's talking about in 1999. He's a hardcore liberal proposing the largest tax increase in American history. So that sort of stuff is probably important. But watch. Everybody's got to be covered. This is an unrepublican thing for me to say. Universal health care. I am going to take care of everybody. Well, who pays for it? The government's going to pay for it. The government's going to pay for it. This tax would raise approximately $5.7 In many cases, I probably identify more as a Democrat. I hate the concept of guns. I'm not in favor of it. Why are you joining the Reform Party? I really believe the Republicans are just too crazy right. I mean, hey, I lived in New York City and Manhattan all my life, okay? So, you know, my views are a little bit different than if I lived in Iowa, perhaps. Partial birth abortion. Would President Trump ban partial birth abortion? Well, look, I'm, I'm very pro-choice. But you would not ban it? No. Or ban partial birth abortion? No, I would. I am pro-choice in every respect. This is an unrepublican thing for me to say. Who do you think would be the best qualified to make a deal with Iran? Hillary's always surrounded herself with very good people. I think Hillary would do a good job. <laughs> make a deal with Iran. Well, I think Hillary would do a good job. Nancy Pelosi, the speaker. And I'm very impressed by her. I think she's a very impressive person. I like her a lot. Ah, well, who doesn't? I mean, <laughs> what Republican doesn't love Nancy Pelosi? Mm -hmm. And for that matter, Hillary Clinton, who, who has a lot of good people around her. Oh, my God. It's so funny, too, because that, that clip is interesting because she actually did help put together this deal with Iran. It's been negotiated for years, and this is what mm -hmm. we got out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a, that's a legitimate. And, and this is what I was trying to kind of say last week on the show. And it's not just that he's liberal on things. He's also wrong in the moment. You know, there's something to be said about being liberal and having a conversion. That's one thing. But 
his judgment has proven to be so bad about so many people so often. Every time he's presented with a new issue, he goes the wrong way first. And then now he says he's, he's solved all those problems. But, I mean, you know, it goes back to we should let Russia uh, handle ISIS. He was realized that that's not what people wanted to hear and switched. He's constantly going the wrong way. The one I wanted to focus on in that particular clip was the first one, which was September 27th, 2015, where he says he wants universal health care and he wants the government to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Now, what he described in that interview was essentially Obamacare. Um, and you could say he has a lot of inclinations that go further than Obamacare, but, I mean, he's straight up endorsing it without the name. Like, we know he doesn't like Obama now today because that's what the position he's supposed to take, but, you know, he obviously does like his policies, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's, here's more, and, and I want you to watch this one for, there's a Fox News clip in this part where uh, it's Fox and Friends, and they're talking about what you do with illegal immigrants. Watch. She was going to really look to impeach Bush and get him out of office, which personally I think would have been a wonderful thing. Impeaching him? No, I thought he did a great job tonight. I thought he was strong <laughs> and smart, and it looks like we have somebody that knows what he's doing. He's a strong guy who really knows what he wants, and this is what we need. Hillary's a great friend of mine. Uh, her husband is a great friend of mine. I think Hillary is going to take it, and I think Hillary is very, very capable. I'm, I'm very pro-choice. A liberal on health care. Universal health coverage i love universal as far as single payer it works in canada it works incredibly well in scotland it just seems that the economy does better under the democrats than the republicans donald trump and i both agree that there ought to be more taxation what do you think of eminent domain i think it's a wonderful thing i'll be honest with you for people that have been here for years that have you know been hard workers have good jobs or supporting a family it's very very tough to just say you have to leave get out how do you throw somebody out that's lived in this country for 20 years you just can't throw everybody out okay i just realized he was basically a democrat and he was supportive of democrats he was supportive of a lot of the causes that you know i cared about and the people i knew cared about appreciate that hillary I just noticed the they put it because they flashed a newspaper article and it said 2013. Yeah, that's what. It so is. he was talking about not throwing everybody out. You can't do it in 2013. Mm-hmm. How, How old were you in 2013? I mean, I I, I know we go over this again, but so Jeffy, what were you? You were just over 300, so ago, right? I, even, I mean, good. Oh, I don't have even cracked. Oh, you hadn't cracked 300 yet? Wow, wow. How on earth can you believe this guy? I don't know. I, I, just, I don't like, know. I mean, we, don't uh, know. we argue in this fake world where Donald Trump actually believes these things. I mean, no, it's ob- he, he obviously does not believe them. He he's changed his mind on everything. He has no record. It, you would people did. They're hammering Marco Rubio for supporting the same thing Donald Trump is on Fox and Friends saying he supported. Now it, you know, they're both saying they don't agree with it now. Why do you believe Trump and not Rubio? Rubio has a much more conservative record than Donald Trump. Yeah. And these same people will say to you, well, what about Cruz changing his stance on a path to citizenship? First of all, he he didn't. didn't. He didn't change his stance on that. He was arguing a bill. He was was trying to stop something bad from happening. A poison pill. Put a poison pill in that bill. Uh, He hasn't changed his policy on that. But even if he had... Even if he look had, at this. Even if he look had this. the position you're criticizing Cruz Jeez. from changing from I don't, I don't know, is man. way more conservative than Donald Trump's position at that time. It's like, yeah. it's so, you have to be 
uh, intentionally lying to yourself to believe this guy. You guys, you know, anyone who's looking at Donald Trump right now, you, if you have any connection to anything that's been conservative over the past 20 years, you've looked at all these people. Mitt Romney's a good example. People were criticizing Mitt Romney, calling us every day, saying, I don't trust Mitt Romney. He flip-flopped on abortion in 2004. In 2004! This guy is saying things in September of 2015 that are in <laughs> gigantic flip-flops on his main issue. Universal health care. On universal health care. On, on immigration in 2013. I mean, Jeez. it's absolutely uh, yeah. incredible. And remember, this is a guy who lar built large parts of his, por uh, his fortune, including his most famous building on the backs of illegal immigrants. The guy hires them. He, he hired uh, hundreds of Polish immigrants to help clear the way, f clear the, uh, the pathway for Trump Tower. That's him. He talked about it. He just said later on, well, uh, wait, uh, wait, uh, what do you got sued for it? And he had to settle. Um, he just later on said, well, you know, well, look, uh, we didn't know at the time uh, all the details. And, but, I mean, can you imagine how he would react? A guy who said uh, to, to Mitt Romney in 2012 he was too harsh. If you're a hard, hardline immigration guy, did you think Mitt Romney was too tough on, abor uh, on, on immigration? Let me think. No. No. Nobody did. They criticized him for being too weak. Yeah. Donald Trump was saying he was being too harsh in 2012. Plus, as if all of this isn't enough, uh, Trump spoke to Anthony Licata, who is the editorial director of Field and Stream magazine, while he was visiting the uh, shooting hunting outdoor trade show in Vegas. The publication asked Trump his thoughts on transferring federal lands back to the state. Now, here's something that's pretty... Uh, easy if you're a conservative, right? Of course you want the federal lands transferred back to the state. And for your for the hardcore people who are like, you know what, I support the mm -hmm. Oregon uh, protesters, I support the Bundy Ranch, this mm -hmm. is your big issue, right? Yes. Like, these are the, the same people who are bashing or going with us on Trump are doing this thing with, are on the Bundy bandwagon mm -hmm. a lot too. And this is the big issue. Absolutely, federal control has to be transferred back to locals. And And here's the thing, he's standing in a state where the federal government owns 80% of the land in that state. 80%. So, it's, I mean, it's ridiculous. He says, yeah, I, I don't like the idea because I want to keep the lands great and you don't know what the state's going to do. I mean, are they going to sell if they get a little bit of trouble? And I, I don't think something that sh I don't think that's something that should be sold. We have to be great stewards of this land. This is magnificent land. It's special land. It's phenomenal land. You know, he goes on to battle all that stuff. It's not a conservative position, again, to say that the federal government should keep these lands because you can't trust the states. You can trust the federal government. He is a big government guy. Start to finish, through and through, it's in him. It's just part of him. Mm -hmm. And so he can pretend to have these other points of view. But it's not real. Yeah, there's one clip in there where he talks about supporting the stimulus plan in 2009. And he says uh, it's what we need, the stimulus plan. And some people say, well, that's not what he meant. He didn't say he was supporting the stimulus plan. He said he, said he, he was talking about something else. So the opposite explanation for this is he's saying, well, he, Obama, he's a strong man. He knows what he wants. That's what we need. Now... In a way, 
that's actually worse than supporting the stimulus. The stimulus is a terrible idea, but it's worse to say what we need is a strong man, you know, who just does what he wants. Mm -hmm. um, and that's who Donald Trump is, obviously. Uh, it's kind of interesting. Here, someone put this uh, together mm -hmm. online. I wish I could. Uh, I don't have the list of who it was in front of me, but it's been being passed around a lot for in the Trump Cruz sort of debate. Uh, 2013 supported amnesty for all 20 million illegal aliens in the United States. Trump yes, Cruz no. 2000 supported an assault weapons ban. Trump yes, Cruz no. 2015 supported touchback amnesty for every illegal alien in the United States. Trump yes, Cruz no. 2000 supported partial birth abortion. Trump yes, Cruz no. 2015, lied to gun media about his past support for an assault weapons ban. Trump, yes, Cruz, no. Wait, the partial birth was 2013? No, 2000. 2000, okay. Supports seizure of private property by the government using eminent domain. Trump, yes, Cruz, no. Supports Mitch McConnell's habitual lies to constituents and, and fellow GOP senators. Trump, yes, Cruz, no. Currently courting and being courted by GOP establishment. Trump, yes, mm. Cruz, no. Currently <clears throat> supports crony capitalism, billions in taxpayer ethanol subsidies. Trump, yes, Cruz, no. 2000, supported extended waiting periods to acquire firing arms. Trump, yes. Uh, firearms. Trump, yes. Cruz, no. Amount of debt owned, owed to bankers. Uh, Trump, many billions. Cruz, one million, which I'm sure has been paid back by now. Uh, amount donated to the Clinton Foundation. Trump, 100,000. Cruz, zero. Endorsed by GOP icon Bob Dole, who thought Ronald Reagan was too fringe. Trump, yes. Cruz, no. Number of bankruptcies declared by firms he led. Trump, four. Cruz, zero. Amount of <laughs> debt he defaulted on. Trump, 4.7 billion. Cruz, zero. Number of Jeez. times married. Trump, three. Cruz, one. Number of birther conspiracies theory, uh, theories uh, circulated. Trump, two. Cruz, zero. <laughs> Praised endorsed communist for mayor of New York. Trump, yes. Cruz, no. Spends virtually every waking moment on social media. I guess. I don't know. Oh, um, good gosh. And again, this is somebody Jeez. else's post. On and on and on. I mean, it goes on forever. Uh, the point That's is, great. Uh, pretty, it's, <clears throat> it's one thing if it was Trump versus Jeb Bush. I, would, I still would say mm -hmm. uh, that Trump is horrible. But I would understand the motivation behind it because you'd say, I don't want another freaking Bush, anybody but Bush. Give me the guy who's just saying crazy things on Twitter. I get it. But when, it, when you have Cruz, when you have Rubio, when you have Rand Paul, when you have Ben Carson, no you reason have for good it. choices. Pick one of them. Yeah, no and reason for is it. Is there one in particular that you'd pick, Pat? Um, let me think Ted Cruz. Okay. That, that took that you a took long some time. time. That took took long some time. time. <laughs> you know, we've been talking a lot about the importance <laughs> Of having emergency food yeah. on hand, uh, just in case anything happens. Like, I don't know, a huge snowstorm where you're snowed in for a few days. Or Jeffy comes by your house and eats all the food in your house. Even oh, worse. Huge. Not all Even the Look, I'm supposed to put worse. this right at the camera. Okay. Here he goes, dude. Are you like the display model for this I thing? Am. This is really yeah. awkward. No, face, just turn around and face the camera. Yeah. So, you're like our Carol Merrill. Jeffy's going to be our Vanna White for this product. Okay. Uh, food is only, of course, part of the story. There is water. And uh, kind of an important thing as well. You might want to, yeah. I don't know, be hydrated. Even more important, actually, than food is being prepared with water. If you have no plan for water, well, that's like sending Jeffy out to dinner with, with no fork. It just uh, it doesn't work. Okay? You need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you need, this. you need this thing right here. Alexa Pure. Uh, it's, a great, uh, it's a great way to get clean, safe water during an emergency. It's an Alexa Pure Pro... 
Alexa Pure Pro Filtration System. Plus, it makes a great percussive instrument. It does. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Good yeah. job, Jeffy. Uh -huh. uh, it's created by our friends at My Patriot Supply. They're great people. They've created a great product here. Uh, and all you got to do is give them a call, 888-895-7746. 888-895-7746. Or will you stop doing that? It's, you get everything you need so for clean conscious. drinking water. Uh, during any emergency, and I will say this as well, it's not just for emergencies. If you mm. if you have a water water filtration system, it's not doing the job that this thing is doing. You can just have it and use get fresh water, whatever you want it, that's filtered, yep. uh, even when there isn't an emergency. Mm. Ships to your door for free. There's no shipping cost. Just call them today, please. Give them a call. It's 888-895-7746. Call them right now. My Patriot Supply. You looking to sell your home at realestateagentsitrust.com. Our goal is to ease the stress of home selling by helping you sell your home as quickly as possible at the best price possible. Hi, it's Glenn Beck, and I want to thank you. In just the last few months, thousands of Blaze Radio listeners just like you have contacted our agents. So if you're thinking of selling your home or if you want help buying a home, go to realestateagentsitrust.com and let our individually selected agents earn your business. realestateagentsitrust.com There's an interesting story um, uh, that I saw this weekend about Marco Rubio. Why aren't uh, why aren't why isn't the establishment rallying towards Marco Rubio? Why are they going to Trump instead of Rubio? The the consensus the story kind of outlined a pretty good case as they think Rubio's too conservative. They, they, really? Yeah, they're they're going to Trump because they think Rubio's too what, conservative. What, seriously, what has happened to the Republican Party? I mean, it's just, when I did think they it just become this liberal entity? When when did that happen? I mean, maybe it always has been. Maybe it's just been so infected by progressivism that it's just the same party as the Democrats now. Maybe. I honestly think uh, it's less ideological than that. I, I think the reason they like Trump is because Trump is similar to them. They, they'll do what they have to do. They'll go to their voters and say they're conservative. They'll go in front of the, uh, Congress and say mm -hmm. that they're moderate and the conservatives are nut jobs. Ted Cruz is a nut job. Like, they mm -hmm. want power. And they want someone who's going to do what they have to do on that given day. And that's Donald Trump. Yeah. And I think maybe that's where they are. So when we think, you know, not that we actually thought they were conservative, but whatever, whatever vibe we had at any point that they were conservative is just that they need to be an opposition party to the people that are liberal. So they say those things. But in reality, they're just looking for their own power. And I think that's mm -hmm. why Trump connects well with them um, and is continuing to. But it's interesting that they look at Rubio and they're like, we can't get behind that guy. He's too conservative. I, I tell you, it's perplexing to me. Yeah. Uh, interesting story. Uh, an article written on the Gateway Pundit. Uh, Glenn Beck, they're, they're a little confused. It starts out, huh? Glenn Beck tells Iowa crowd he prefers Bernie Sanders over Donald Trump. Yeah, I think this is a, a, an example of Gateway Pundit not seeing an actual quote yeah. and believing other people's uh, it's quite possible. article. Because it goes, uh, Beck reportedly said he preferred socialist Bernie Sanders over Donald Trump. Seriously? Well, no, actually no, not seriously because he didn't say it. Um, what he said was, uh, at, least, uh, at least Bernie Sanders is honest. I mean, he said that on the air a thousand times. At least Bernie Sanders is admitting he's a socialist. Donald yeah. Trump is lying to you. The That's difference is Trump does not tell you who he is. He, he pretends like he's this... You know, born-again conservative, and there's no evidence of it. There's none. 
Whereas Bernie Sanders at least is all about socialism, he tells you he's all about socialism. So let's get a fair fight between somebody who yeah. says who they are and means it and another person who says who they are and means it. And I, I don't think there's, I mean, I think Gateway Pundit has done a bunch of good stuff over the years. I, so I think he just, I, there are a couple of people reporting it as if he endorsed him. And his last line of this story makes me think he just didn't see the full context of it because he says, so how exactly will Bernie Sanders push forward the conservative cause? Well, Clint never um, even at yeah, any point even indicated that that would happen. In fact, he knows he would push for socialism. He said it on the air many, many times. It's just the idea of liking someone who actually will admit what they are. And that's what Bernie Sanders is. He's a socialist. He admits it. And that's why we would like a Cruz-Sanders uh, election. I mean, I think mm -hmm. that would be great because then the mm -hmm. American people actually have a choice to make. Um, instead of this sort of, you know, this guy who's telling you in advance that he's going to change who he is when he gets into the White House. I mean, that's, that doesn't help anybody. Yeah. Um, on the Rubio thing, too, he, he released this ad. Did you see this? this? I haven't seen this yet. The crime spree thing? No. He's having some fun with this. It's actually really good. Yeah, it's funny. Because I mean, it came out, who, who's, was it Trump that said he was uh, arrested when he was 18 or something? Well, the media has who been doing it? a lot of reporting yeah. on, on weird things about Marco Rubio's past. I have not I saw, seen this at all. I saw an today. entire article about how he drinks water a lot on, camp, on the campaign. So, like, he had that moment in that speech yeah. where he drinks the water. Now it's a big issue because he drinks a lot of water. What's going on with this guy? What? Seriously. Um, I think it was Politico <laughs> who did it. There's, they did one You're on that. They supposed did one to on... drink water? Yeah. That's a bad thing now? Not that much of it. I mean, not that okay. much of it. All right. I think they, cause I think the media actually Bizarre. is afraid of Marco Rubio. Well, where they are. Cruz, they see yeah, as they someone who's very ideological. Um, and they think he's beatable. But they, I think they see him as more beatable than Rubio. Yeah. Where Rubio, they're terrified of, and they're just trying to dredge up the weirdest stuff from his history. So Rubio yeah. kind of had a, a little fun with that. Watch. After 22 million spent attacking Marco Rubio, now the Washington Post exposed the Marco Rubio crime spree. At 18 years old, he violated the municipal code but As there's a kid, more. Marco routinely colored outside the lines. <laughs> Marco Rubio double dips potato chips. Who does that? I once saw Marco Rubio jaywalk. The man once took 11 items through the express line. <laughs> he once said he caught a fish this big. Marco Rubio doesn't RSVP. I heard Marco <laughs> Rubio once tore the tag off a mattress. <laughs> Hashtag Rubio crime spree. Everything we fought for is almost here. Help Marco fight back. Donate today. Marco Rubio. A new American century. That took a long, a lot more time to say than it did. <laughs> yeah, I noticed. Put that. up on the screen. I noticed. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. It's okay. It's yeah, not yeah. bad. It's a funny. It's kind of he at least I is mean, trying to. Cute coming from yeah. a politician. Um, it's true, and, yeah. and I, he has really been the victim of the the most. But he he's getting the Mitt Romney did a illegal yeah. haircut thing really early in the campaign. They waited yeah. for, uh, you know, to jump on uh, Romney for a I, while. I, I have noticed, though, it is happening with Cruz as well, so I think they're they're scared. And, and I don't know if it's Trump digging up this stuff. They found a little a uh, little video of him when he was 18 joking around yeah. with somebody who was uh, filming him. And and it was like, what are your aspirations? And he said, what, what is that, butt sweat? <laughs> butt sweat <laughs> up seen like that? butt? <laughs> I didn't actually watch it. I saw the headlines there. <laughs> And then he, funny. he says something like, else slightly crude about being in some movie. And then he says 
his real aspirations are world domination and, and ruling the world or whatever. I, I don't know. It's just he's joking just around as an 18-year-old. I mean, this kid memorized the U.S. Constitution when he was 13 years old, started touring the state and the country at 15, 16, and 17 to speak about the Constitution and economics, Austrian economics. This kid at 15, of course, you know, he turns. He was the valedictorian of his high school. Uh, every, every elite school in America wanted him and accepted him, MIT, Harvard, and he chose Princeton because he really loved it there. Um, but he he was so exceptional that I mean people knew that he was headed someplace uh, really his whole life because he's just so smart and uh, so to bust out this kind of stuff and say look at this what do you think of that look at this horrible look person. how terrible a person he is are you serious yeah all the stuff Donald Trump says are you are you kidding me it's always funny that donald trump has this and he's the only guy i've ever seen be able to really pull this off that's not a, a democrat of course he was for most of his life so maybe he learned but like he can say oh come on you can't think talk about what i believed in 2013 2012 but did you hear what Ted Cruz did in 1988? Yeah. It's like, yeah. how does he get away with that? Yes. It's amazing. And by the way, I will point out that I'm making a mistake there saying it that way. He never says, I was wrong in 2013. Oh, never. It's, uh, he, you ever notice that? Anyway. He never actually says he was wrong in these old moments. Like, we're the ones saying, uh, you know, Donald Trump was wrong in 2013. And his supporters say, well, he's changed his mind. Donald Trump doesn't say he's changed his mind. He just says, well, circumstances have changed. Well, now I want this. But he doesn't say that. I, it's not like, man. You know, Showing you there's been no pivot point. Right. The only thing he could say, say it on is, is abortion. Um, and he came out with this, uh, <laughs> this op-ed that he wrote yeah. uh, about, uh, did you see this? About no. the, the, the culture of life or something. It's so obviously not him writing it. Uh, but it's <laughs> like he starts off with, look, my, my conversion story has been well documented, so I won't tell it here. Uh, but uh, and then he goes on and talks about how important life is and everything. And it's funny because it's just not it's just not him. It's not his voice. It's not it's not the way he talks. It's not the way mm -hmm. he writes. It's not the way it's obviously ghostwritten, um, which is fine. I mean, I don't, that's not a, necessarily a bad thing that happens with politicians all the time. But uh, the idea it's the same thing with his immigration policy. He obviously had nothing to do with it. He was he was disagreeing with his own immigration policy the day after he released it. Uh, you know, but that's what he does with um, with, you know, it's, it's but it's a kind of an interesting thing to see, uh, because why is it that the media is so happy to go after Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio for what they've done in their lives? But they're just, you know, with Donald Trump, there's just nothing there. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> uh, well, he's probably joking, as Chris Cuomo said to Glenn. There's a goldmine you know, of yeah, stuff. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, just over the weekend, he's talking about the establishment. Ted Cruz, can you get this? Have you seen this? Ted Cruz, no. Accuse me of being an establishment guy. Well, you know what? You have to be establishment. you got to make a deal. Of course I'm established. In the next sentence. I mean, it's, not, it's the same sentence, just with a comma in it. Mm -hmm. He's talking, first of all, he's criticizing Cruz for calling him establishment, and then he says he is. I will say, to be fair, it's unbelievable. every Donald Trump speech is just one 
sentence well, with that's, a bunch of commas. So yes, that's kind true. of an unfair criticism very true. Uh, from you. Uh, by the way, Michael Bloomberg might jump into the race as well Ooh, as an independent. That's an exciting um, Seemingly, they're saying if Trump wins mm -hmm. uh, and potentially if uh, Sanders wins, so it's Trump versus Sanders, Bloomberg will come in as a sensible, sensible option. Oh, and isn't he sensible? Um, and he'll spend up to a billion dollars doing it, he said. Uh, or, <laughs> his people are leaking to the media. Now, of course, if he were to run, I, honestly... I would be a, a fourth party voter. <laughs> I would be yeah. a fourth party voter in that, at that point. Uh, but that is like the worst crop of candidates imaginable. You have a horrible liberal in Hillary Clinton. You have a horrible progressive in, in Michael Bloomberg, who's, mm -hmm. you know, up until Donald Trump, I probably would have been said was the worst possible, uh, you know, type of guy because he's so confident in himself and how much more he knows about your life than you do that he'll go and push government power to do anything up until controlling what you drink and what what uh, seasoning you put on your food mm -hmm. um, and then donald trump comes in who would do all of that stuff and more so you have that as the conservative option the moderate option being a out of control nut job anti-second amendment um moderate and then you have hillary clinton who's obviously completely crazy uh, you know, I, that will be bad. my 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 ca really vote bad. will be cast online like 18 of that ballot. Yeah, like, it's, it's, they'll be like, um, you know, they give you a little tiny space at the bottom, and I'm just like looking through the candidates trying to find somebody I can even contemplate feeling good voting for. That's mm. a bad crop. Really bad. So hopefully it doesn't get there. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to tell you about a great company called Go uh, Solar Energy that's now available, and it's available in an affordable way thanks to Go. Yeah, increase the value of your home, save some cash. How about that? I like that. Uh, use Go, because they can help you with this. Uh, and they will install these solar panels at your house for zero dollars. Really good. Not twenty or thirty or $40,000. And, and seriously, that, that's what it usually costs yeah. to put the panels on your house. But then you think, well, okay, am I going to have to pay a bunch of money afterwards instead of, you know, because I'm not getting electricity now from... The regular source, I'm getting it from the sun. No, you save 20 to 30% on what you're currently paying to power your home. Uh, and over 60,000 satisfied customers are using it right now. Yeah, and they have a great warranty, too. I, one of the things I would think about with solar that could be an issue is if something goes wrong, you don't have you know 25 people who can come in and fix it in your town because it's mm -hmm. a newer technology. Well, Go takes care of that for you. They're one of the biggest residential solar companies in America, and they have over 60 local offices. So you don't have to worry about customer service or maintenance. They're on the scene. So find out if Go is available in your area at GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com. Really convenient. GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com. Power your home affordably and efficiently with GoSolarWithTheBlaze.com. Uh, I got a big announcement to make. Uh, I hope you'll uh, join me in Pocatello, Idaho this weekend. You're going to Idaho? Going to Idaho. Uh, to This is the first time I've ever, ever, ever done this. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, officially endorse Jim Gilmore uh, for President of the United States. Really? People yeah. to you know, put up signs. Yeah. And... Uh, yes. Why are you going yes. to Idaho, though? Uh, Jim apparently misunderstood where the caucus was. Oh. So, <laughs> He's been wandering around. Instead of going Idaho. to Iowa, he wound up in Idaho. Wait, he has a whole like, week to figure this out and go to the right state. <laughs> that's what I told him. He's like, nope, I'm, I've promised the people of Pocatello I'm going to be there. You know why? Damn it. 
I'm going to fulfill my promise. Jim Gilmore does not flip-flop. I respect got, that. I respect He's going to caucus in Iowa or Idaho. He picks one, he sticks with it. It's right. And it's going to be less crowded. Yeah, that's true. So Much nicer. I'm kind of excited about there. it. Kind of excited. Okay, so what's your reasoning for the endorsement? First time ever. He hasn't pissed me off with a single... With a single stance he's taken on anything. That's true, actually. He has not pissed me off at all. And I don't know any of his stances. Uh, neither um, do I. So I can't. Which is why I mean, they I'm might not pissed. piss me off. But we haven't heard them, so. <laughs> Isn't Gil- that weird? We got a guy running. We know zero about him. Absolutely nothing. And we haven't even bothered to look because there's no reason to. Right. Uh, the sad thing about this is uh, he actually beat Rick Santorum in the last poll. That really is sad. Um, we talked about that a little bit at the New Hampshire town hall thing we did uh, over the weekend. Hopefully you got a chance to see it. But um, Santorum had spoken, and he was really good. Yeah, he he got up in front of the crowd. He answered a lot of questions. He had a very short speech and then, and then answered a lot of questions. And he was really solid, and it kind of reminded me uh, of why I liked him in the first place, of why I supported him, you know, four years ago for the presidency, and and to f- to know that Gilmore beat him, yeah, I mean, it was one a, to nothing, right? In percentage, it was actually is, technically is one to less than one, so he may have been like point four percent or something, but they don't round down to zero if it's not zero. Yeah. So it was like, you know, whatever. Uh, but uh, Gilmore with one percent will actually get into the uh, kitty table debate for the first time in several debates. Because I think their standard is you have to mm. register 1% in at least one of the five polls they look at. And the Fox okay. News poll, it's, you know, is, is there you go, because it's a Fox News debate. Wow. So pretty impressive. And, when it, and that's on the 28th, I think, right? It's this Thursday. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. Thursday already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. So that's coming up. Uh, and Santorum, I, don't, I mean, I think he'll still be in that debate. Um, but he even indicated today that it looks like uh, this isn't going to happen this year. Um, Did he say that? He said, like, it looks like uh, it might be about time to wind this thing down. Oh, um, wow. So, I mean, you look, I think Santorum is a, is a good guy, and we, we've he liked is. him. I would not be surprised at all to see him pick up, you know, go run for a congressional seat somewhere or maybe run for governor of Pennsylvania or something. I, I could mm-hmm. totally see that happening. I, there's just, you know, I, you know, I don't know. He, just he apparently wants to serve. He keeps running. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, good luck. I mean, if he'd you're be Rick a Santorum, great congressman or senator if you, or any, any, governor. If you were Rick Santorum, you're coming off a 2012 Iowa caucus victory mm-hmm. in which you, you win the state, but it, you don't know for a few weeks after. You don't get the, the normal momentum kick in of, uh, of Iowa, and you wind up finishing second, right? Yeah. If that's you coming into 2016. And the guy who was first doesn't even run? The guy who was at first doesn't run. You should run. be the front runner. You'd think he'd be the front runner and you'd think he and then you could I can totally understand Rick's calculus and saying, "You know what? Why not give this a shot?" Yeah. Right. You know, I won last time in Iowa. I could probably at least do well finishing the top 2 or 3 there at the very least. Um, and it then, shows you how much the country's changed yeah, and in then, well, four years. And I don't know if it's just people, you know, bored with Rick Santorum, you know, That's the, part whatever. Of it, probably because the same thing Huckabee is facing the same thing in Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's also because there's a different and I think better field. Um, you know, there much. wasn't, you know, like Rick Santorum for us is, and we never even, you know, he's probably what fifth or sixth of the mm-hmm. remaining people um, uh, uh, that I would choose. Maybe maybe as high as fourth. I can't. I don't think he's any higher than that. Um, but. He hasn't changed. Rick is the same guy he was in 2012 yeah. when he was our favorite candidate of the field. Right. Um, because, you know, that that was field was Mitt Romney and Newt Gingrich and, you know, guys that just weren't nearly as good. 
Uh, here, you, you have a, a situation where there's just a lot of really good candidates. And, you know, I think a lot of that swallowed mm -hmm. Rick up. And he's done some things that I think hurt him as well, just supporting minimum wage increases and things yeah. like that. I don't think helped. But, I mean, you know, he's a good, he's a good guy, a good candidate. And, you know, I, he, you could see him doing something else. I mean, a congressional seat seems like a really... You go to a conservative district, it would be great to have Rick Santorum in Congress. You know? Yeah, it would. I mean, and he was a good senator. Yeah, I mean, it would. You know, it's just I don't think – I don't know that he could win statewide office, though. I think his, his – his, uh, his, you know, he's just been knocked down a lot over the years. Uh, I think he's seen as so ultra-mega conservative at this point. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if he could win a state like Pennsylvania. Uh, but he, I mean, he could definitely win a congressional district, and he, you know, he's a good—he's a good candidate. He's a good politician. He's a really smart, detail-oriented guy. He takes this seriously. Um, so, it, you know, in mm -hmm. some ways, it's—it's it's frustrating um, that you know he hasn't done as well. But I mean, that's you know that's the way this game works. It's impossible to predict. Impossible. Yep. Again, I you know, all of these things that have happened in this campaign are impossible. Could not have predicted. I honestly was much more pessimistic about Ted Cruz's chances in real life than what is what is actually happening. I mean, because I just figured if I like the guy a lot, he probably has no chance at all. And much more negative about Trump's. Oh yeah, I mean uh, chances. Yeah, I mean I was when he first launched. I, I honestly Both have didn't. Been wrong. I didn't even think he was going to run. Yeah. Uh, in one of the transcripts I, I was looking at uh, over um, uh, over the thing, the Trump controversy, I was explaining on radio about how he keeps lying and saying the reason we don't like him is because he wouldn't go out, come on our show. Um, I was laying out the transcript of the announcement speech, and Glenn asked, "Is this guy really going to run?" And I said, I always say no. I, I always think no. And then I just wrote editor's note, oops. Because <laughs> uh, that one was a... Uh, but, I mean, you know, it, the fact that he's been able to hold this for so long, there's still a lot of problems with his polls, and he mm -hmm. has not cleared all of those hurdles yet, but he's cleared a lot of them. Yeah, he I has. I mean, he has. So yep. as we're a week away, you know, you get more and more serious about this. This could happen for Donald Trump. And I think Glenn is at least mostly right that if he is able to win in Iowa... Uh, and he's able to win in New Hampshire. The only thing that stops him from from that is a full fledged, co uh, you know, uh, coalition of the establishment that stops him, mm -hmm. uh, meaning like everyone drops out of the race. There's one candidate left. That's like Marco Rubio or Jeb Bush or something. And they all go for it. And, you know, the Jeb Bush thing is not a good outcome for me. I don't, I don't want either of those guys to be president. But still, like, that's the only thing that's going to stop him is all of those guys saying, you know what, all of you drop out. This is where we're going. Um, and I think they might attempt that if they can get Cruz out of the picture. But if, 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 uh, if Cruz loses um, and he doesn't do well in the next couple of states, they won't have him. They, won't, they don't need that anymore. Yeah. You know, that's their main goal. And the goal number one of the establishment is to stop Ted Cruz. Goal number two seems to be to stop Marco Rubio. Goal number three seems to be to stop Donald Trump. And after that, uh, you know, then they'll sort out their thing. But it's amazing that Donald Trump is seemingly uh, a more palatable, uh, palatable choice. choice for the establishment. Yeah, Bizarre. it's incredible. 888 beck more Pat and Stu coming up. And now, back to my video. Mm -hmm. Patents to triple eight seven two seven back. Guess what? This is fun, <laughs> isn't this fun? 
Uh, Chris Rock is rewriting the Academy Awards monologue into something that, quote, people will talk about for weeks. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be filled with, uh, you know, white hatred, which is going to be awesome. Mm. And, uh, you know, whitey is bad. And uh, why did we do any of this stuff? Because you're racist. That's why. Yeah. That's great. It's kind of entertaining, too, that he took the job to host the Oscars. Mm -hmm. He wrote a monologue, according to this report, uh, that he that that he had ready for the Oscars. Then the uh, we didn't nominate enough black people becomes a news story, and all of a sudden it's this important vital issue to him. It. Yeah, I mean the greatest thing would be if we just came out and just be like, stop complaining. That'd be nice. Stop it. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. No. It's, it's going to be something agonizing, just like Danny DeVito, who came out and said this. And uh, it's it's unfortunate that the entire country and you know is a racist country and we so it's this is one example of uh, is it the fact that bag? even though some people you know given great performances in movies mm -hmm. they weren't even thought about so it's like you know says they weren't thought about yeah uh, we are know, we're it's not it. possible really mm. that it was just white people year it was just you've got more white people in movies because i don't know there are more white people! And maybe they just were better? They were the ones who should be nominated? Is that, a, is that even in the realm of possibility? Or is it that because there were no blacks, there should have been, and they've been discriminated against? Right. It, right. it doesn't... It doesn't Really silly. That doesn't equate that just because no blacks were nominated that they should have been. Yeah, it should be a requirement, by the way, for every one of these people who says something like this to then identify which white yeah. actor didn't deserve, didn't deserve their nomination. It. Yes, you're right. I mean, you know, okay, you want Will Smith in there for best actor? Who doesn't get it? Does Leo not get it? Who doesn't get right. it? Is it Carell not get it? Which person are you taking out of there who sucked bad enough that you're going to elevate Will Smith? And are you going to tell me Will Smith? People are saying, oh, I'm not going to nominate Will Smith because he's black. Shut, Shut up. He's the most white-friendly black guy Shut in the universe. Up. I mean, God, that is just so asinine. That was what he used to get beat up for. Who who used to beat him up in the world of rap, Pat? Uh, All right. What was the... Uh, somebody will know this. There was a rapper who took on Will Smith and said he was trying to be too clean. Uh, was it Eminem? It was Eminem, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Eminem back in the day. Even Eminem was saying he was too clean and too palatable mm. for the masses. Uh, you know, it's like it's not it has nothing to do with him being African-American. And, you know, it's pathetic that it's them doing it, by the way. It's pathetic that it's Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, the ones leading the protest yes. for him not getting an award. Come on, dude. If you want to have someone else say it's that. Fine. But to sit there and be like, I didn't get nominated because I'm black is so insultingly false with this guy. It is. Not to mention the president of the Oscars organization is black. She's actually black. Yeah. Uh, yet we're all supposed to think that this is a racist organization that hired a black person to run it. It's so stupid. Also, Gerald Mullen, who won an Academy Award uh, for producing Best Picture winner Schindler's List. A uh, white movie, by the way. A white movie. Where were all the black Jews in that movie? I don't know. Not enough of them. <laughs> and he was also disinvited in 2012 from speaking at a high school graduation because he's conservative. But in the wake of racism charges, multiple boycotts dominating the news, Mullen uh, says this. I say to all my co-members, stop acting like spoiled brats. Look to the next award show for recognition, if you deserve it. Thank you, Gerald. 
We've met this guy. We've we've yeah, he's with great him before. Show. He's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, been on he's, the show. He is a good guy. Highly accomplished. Has done uh, some you know, conservative documentaries it's, it's, with uh, Dinesh. Yeah. Yeah. Still don't know why he was talking to us, but. Yeah, I know. Uh, too accomplished to be. He says set. there is no racism except for those who create an issue. That's the worst kind. Using such an ugly way of complaining. I mean, it's great stuff. And and by the way, he wasn't nominated this year, so he's got no reason to do this. He's just. He, I, I'm sure he's as sick of this Hollywood bullcrap as we are, and he's just got to stop. He's doing documentaries. Dinesh D'Souza. He's done with his nomination time of his career. Oh, for uh, sure. That's all. Yeah, yeah he's not worried sorry. about that anymore. Yeah, I don't think he's worried about that. Uh, Michael Caine is this uh, I like too. is interesting. He's saying on the BBC uh, there are loads of black actors. I think in the end you can't just vote for an actor just because he's black. You can't say I'm going to vote for him. Uh, he's but he's not very good, but he's black, so I'll vote for him. <laughs> you have to give a good performance. Did go out of his way to say that uh, Idris Elba in uh, Beast of No Nation. Did you see that, Jeffy? Some of it. I knew it! We talked about this the other day. I haven't watched the whole... All uh, that's right. That's right. You did say that. Um, uh, he's saying he was wonderful in that movie, but, uh, you know, you've got to be patient and wait for your nomination to you come. Know, and I, I have not seen Concussion yet, but I've heard Will Smith is really good. And we've talked about this. His accent is kind of weird, and, and it was difficult to understand, so maybe that's why people didn't vote for him. I don't know, but Will Smith, it's not like he lacks for attention, or hasn't he been nominated in the past? I don't think so. He's never really done a lot Is of he not? critically acclaimed stuff. I mean, Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, well, it's Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, man, he's good. Uh, oh, and all these. And all these. That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it's not like he even make a living. I, I mean, come how, on. How does he make this complaint, though? You've been nominated already. Thank you. Seven two seven back. It is uh, Pat and Stu. Uh, you know they're still having this uh, little issue with uh, some of the refugees. Uh, what? And, yeah, some of the refugees from Syria and elsewhere in the Middle East and Europe. They seem, to, they seem to be having a few issues. Of course, they had the New Year's Eve thing, which I mean, yes, there was some molestation going on. What the f- right? <laughs> That's yeah. what they claim. There was some molestation, and I mean, uh, rape or two. Well, um, you're not going to go on New Year's Eve without a couple of assaults. That's right. Not, I mean, you got you got to just you got to price that in to your New Year's festivities. Yeah. and you know that you're going to have to run a gambit mm-hmm. of men who are going to be grabbing you. I mean, you know, if you're not in a burka, of course. Right. I mean, if, if they you, can see your wrists and your neck, why your hair? What's going to happen? Of course, I mean, I mean, look at the way you're dressed. Look at the way you're dressed. You know. Thank I you mean, for finally saying this. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that was a big issue. Um, and this German cartoon guide teaching migrants. Okay, you got to teach. Seriously, we've come to this in Germany where I, they, I guess they have to teach these migrants to keep their hands off women. Not beat kids and accept gays, and uh, uh, so they, they've produced. We have the pictures, I think. The cartoons. Can we take a look at these? Uh, okay. Don't squeeze her butt. Uh, there's a little drawing of that. Do you think that's a, a squeeze? I see it more as a slap. Right. Could this be a going could be a slap. Mm-hmm. You're not it allowed could to do be either. the beginning of a squeeze. <clears throat> it could, could be a just squeeze. be a, a nice little hey. I uh, just wanted to. 
This is like a little lift of cheek. Yeah, right? a little, a little lift. lift of cheek action. Well, it could be a lift, mm. which we all know is a lift. Now, she seems to be smiling, though. Right? Is that a smile? It does or is like that she's smiling. Maybe that's just a bad drawing. I don't know. <laughs> but it does have an X over it, so don't do this. Is that the only one, or is there more? Oh, yeah, there's five of them. Let's see All right, let's have. see the rest. What else can't you do? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. oh, oh you boy. can do that. You can so do that. You allow these two men to walk down the street hand-in-hand, hand, if you would. Oh, it boss. says, uh, in Germany, homosexuals are allowed to show their sexual preference in public. Wow! What an amazing discovery! And both of them are smiling as well. Uh, then you got another picture here. It says, uh, people who have a problem can ask other people... Also, older people for help in a friend, a friendly and calmly. Wait, wait, what, so, what are they just punching old people in the face? What, what, what is the accusation with that one? I don't know. It's really weird. All right. Um, then you've got uh, no violence in Germany. Conflicts must not be solved with violence. Okay, so you got an axe across the violence. Uh, wait a minute. I can give you don't some hit historic, the guy in the face. Uh, historic <laughs> references that might. Uh, dispute that dispute a little bit the idea. about Germany? Uh, Germany seems to <laughs> settle a lot of problems with violence. <laughs> God, it seems to be their main thing. Yeah, well, the, I mean, this is according to, uh, in the left-hand corner there, the Bayerische Rundfunk. <laughs> so maybe maybe it's just them oh, okay. that believes this. Oh, and then don't smack this kid across the face. Yeah, oh, yeah. It says other parents' children are one's own children must not be hit. This is prohibited in Germany. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, so I like wow. that. First of all, they have to say, by the way, you can't just hit other people's kids. <laughs> that's their first thing. And by the way, you also can't hit your own. Now, obviously, the spanking thing is, uh, I don't know, that's probably illegal in Germany, too. I don't, but that doesn't seem to be what they're talking about. It seems like don't punch your kid in the face, which is good, good uh, safety advice. Jeffy, you want to chime in on that? <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, even if they deserve it, I'm guessing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were dropped on your head many times, but I don't know if you ever... <laughs> Uh, I was told it was an accident. <laughs> uh, uh, Germany's Merkel uh, admits some refugees are from countries where hatred of Jews and Israel is widespread. Sure, ah, really? About that. But the good thing is they've got a handle on, on, on where everybody is, and that's a big, that's a big issue. Except for a few. A few. Yeah, well, I mean, they a have few. a really there's, good handle. They like know where five? everyone there, is. No, except seven. There were seven people that they lost track it's, of. Just slightly north of, north of seven. Oh, wow. But so ever, double digits? Ever so slightly. A little more than double. Digits. More than double digits? Yeah, like it's 600,000. Oh, okay. 600. Since but you not, wouldn't get there until probably tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> right, you just jump to I'm it. I'm just going to jump to it and say 600,000. <laughs> now, just the 600,000. <laughs> but though, that's right? the only people they've lost track of are 600,000. 600, I mean, they may have left, right? They might have gone back home. Sure, they might have. Uh, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's possible. It's just not likely. And it's mostly, as, as the president has pointed out, these refugees <laughs> mostly... Uh, toddlers and uh, widows. Yeah, um, what are you afraid of? A bunch of three-year-old kids, right? Um, and that's why um, 150,000 are women of the 600,000, um, and only and the raster kids. 326,529 are men. Oh, just 326,529. They've lost them uh, at more than double the rate. But <laughs> but 326,528 are men over 90. Really? Right? And so there's can one, barely move. one male of military age. There is age. one guy of military age. Big deal. Get over it. Okay? Mm, amazing. Um, we heard uh, Donald Trump <laughs> praise Hillary Clinton for her handling of Iran a little bit earlier in the program. Josh Earnest is still getting heat on this and what the uh, Iran deal actually means. Uh, here's uh, him talking about it. 
I love him. The secretary specifically said, Secretary Kerry, I think some of the money will end up in the hands of the IRGC or other entities, some of which are labeled terrorists. <laughs> Do you agree with the Secretary of State? Well, I, he said well, he began by that. saying, I think, uh, and I think that reflects his... I think rather right, logical stop, conclusion stop, stop, we that go back. a nation that supports terrorists. We got to go back. For a competent reporter, we hadn't seen her before at the White House. <laughs> we haven't seen her at the White House before. You are pathetic. You are the worst. <laughs> you are imaginable. Pathetic. His only concern is this. Uh... She's asking a great question. I was. I'm sorry. I just, I <laughs> is that what it was? <laughs> Caught your attention was the yes. question. All right. Yes, well, let's listen to the question and see what it was. The secretary specifically said, Secretary Kerry, I think some of the money will end up in the hands of the IRGC or other entities, some of which are labeled terrorists. Do you agree with the secretary of state? Well, I, he said he began by saying, I think, uh, and I think that reflects uh, his, mm -hmm. I think, rather logical conclusion that, that a nation that supports terrorism mm -hmm. uh, may use some of the money that's coming into the country to further support terrorism. I, I guess huh. that is why what? you know we have been pretty honest about the fact that this agreement is not going to resolve all of our concerns with Iran's bad behavior. Or any of them. Uh, and it is entirely it likely, matter. I think it's even expected, that Iran will continue uh, to support mm -hmm. terrorism. But because of Iran's intention that we assess mm -hmm. to continue to support terrorism, yeah. that's what makes it so important that we prevent them from obtaining a nuclear weapon. Uh, and look, that's not just a case that we've made. This is also the case that uh, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu himself has made. No, he, he's he not himself made the it a priority. No, he's point not. is you. Well, well, that's really bad, especially when you pick the one guy who's been outwardly critical of the deal. Right. Um, he did not uh, consider this the same way you have. Um, and no, you know, uh, of course he doesn't want them to get a nuclear weapon. That's the only thing you have in common with him is that he has said he doesn't want them to have a nuclear weapon. You said you don't want to ha want him to have a nuclear weapon. He disagrees that this is the way to go about that. However. As do most of us. Mm -hmm. As does anybody with a freaking brain. Uh, this is really bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Really bad. Uh, on the same front, they're, they're moving down this. I, like, it seems like we got... Uh, Obama 1 was, hey, here's a bunch of new government program giveaways. Obama 2, uh, second term, is, hey, look at these things I can solve on my legacy. Here are some big foreign policy things like the Iran deal and like closing Guantanamo. He promised it when he uh, was running and never was able to do it. And he's getting closer and closer to getting that job done. Now, 16 more prisoners have been released from Guantanamo Bay since the beginning of the year. Um, like so many before, there is something interesting about uh, one of the last two released. He was an expert bomb maker for Al-Qaeda. That's it, though. Now, he probably forgot how to make bombs when in prison mm -hmm. and the technology has changed so much he might be out of date with his bomb making technology mm -hmm. so it's time to let him go uh and uh wonderfully that's what we've done uh <laughs> and it's an interesting approach uh say you're being tough on isil as he calls it uh, and at the same time uh releasing the last terrorist group's most dangerous people back into the wild <laughs> it's really times were, listen the times were tough at Gitmo for this guy, too. I was reading another article about him that he is just, uh, he's like a, the Jeffy of Gitmo. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's overweight. He won't exercise. He doesn't do anything. They're just, yeah, get out of here. Let's go. I'm tired of feeding him. I think fat people can still make bombs, though. Yes. I'm pretty sure that yeah, that, uh, <laughs> he's the Jeffy of Guantanamo. Wow. <laughs> Even Jeffy makes those references. Yeah, that's good. And you wonder Boy, why we make fun of him? Wait. Uh, there it is. It's funny there because you when you said he's the Jeffy of Guantanamo, everyone knew what you meant. 
Everyone's <laughs> like, wow. Oh, wow, really? Wow, wow. Wow, we really shouldn't have released him. <laughs> then we have this from Truth Revolt uh, from Duke students. Uh, free speech and murder? Mm, not that all that different. Writing his first column for the uh, Duke Chronicle graduate student, Bennett Carpenter, believed to be a white student, says he's been thinking a lot about speech lately and wanted to have a long overdue conversation about racism. Wants to set the record straight because his view, in his view, the issue has been derailed um, by this obsession, this worthless obsession with the First Amendment. I mean, don't, don't come to me with your Constitution arguments, okay? Let's just get the problem solved. In the words of uh, Barbara Mikulski, he says, words hurt as much as actions. Indeed, words are actions. No? No, they're words. No, actually. they're words. Technically words. They're words. Words do not hurt as much as Like if I were to say, I kill you, that doesn't hurt, Stu, as much as if I actually do kill him. I break I your kneecaps. Ow. That doesn't hurt, oh. Stu, as much as if I actually take a hammer and break his kneecaps. Well, they always used to say, sticks and stones may break my bones, and so will words. I think is the way that goes. <laughs> no, you know what it used to be is words will never hurt me. That's yep. what it used to be. But now, mm. now it's this. Now it's this. I love the people who are critical of the First Amendment who start their column with, we need to have a discussion about... Uh, why do you think you can have that discussion? You know, if people disagree with you, they can mm. stop your discussion, if not for that fancy First Amendment you hate so much. Yeah, that... Good point. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. It's a thank good you. point. Thank you, Stu. I appreciate it. Thank approval. you for making it. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's so much nicer than your I'm going to kill you from just a moment <laughs> it is, ago. isn't it? Yeah. I like but it. But how, how hurt are you by, the, by my words there? I, you know, shockingly, not as much as I expected. Really? I, I honestly expected to you die. You were bracing for death? Yeah. Like, if you remember in... Um, or the at least, I mean, handicaps, right? Uh, well, that, the, Handy capabilities. Uh, yes. Um, mm -hmm. I remember the documentary uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Where when you were dreaming mm -hmm. um, and something mm -hmm. happened to you, like you were murdered in the dream, it would be in real life. Right. Which is kind of how I thought that was going to be. You were going to say, but it didn't work I kill way. you, and then I was going to die. You know die. why? Because that wasn't a documentary. That was just a movie. So. Well, it was a docudrama. We're, we're, I mean, it told a true story, but it was actually a fictional recreation of it. No, I'd have to say no on that, too. Uh, then Carpenter laid out his solution strategies, and uh, surprise, it's a safe space. So oh, where does shit. all this leave us? With the painful yet empowering realization that no one will save us but ourselves, rather than relying on the state to censure hate speech, anti-racists can assume that, that task. Calling out and shouting down every expression of white supremacy as we work to build a genuinely free society. In the meantime, we can construct safe spaces for ourselves mm. where hatred is barred at the door. In other words, the exact work that campus activists are already doing. Yeah, so they've solved it already? Nice. I mean, this is what's happening on our college campuses. Is it literal? Because, I mean, we mock these people because they're, they're ridiculous. But when they say but a safe it. space, they actually want a space in which they, yeah. they get to approve all the words said? Well, and yes, and that is their whole college campus, right? Because the, it's... When, like when an Ann Coulter will go there, they, somebody they consider too conservative, they'll shut them down, or they'll throw stuff at them, or they'll they'll make sure they leave. Uh, they don't want to hear it, and they make sure that you're not going to be heard. Uh, it's pretty amazing, and that that's what they're doing on college campuses all over the country. Meanwhile, a New York school is offering a fake report card with good grades. Um, 
A private school in New York offered parents the option of showing their children a report card with higher grades that will be more encouraging. So, so the real, they get a real grade, and then the parents get to see it, but then they can but show, then, hey, look, you got straight A's, honey. Is that, I mean, hello? Come on now. You don't, well, you don't want their feelings to be hurt, Jeff. You no, don't want I mean, them to every think. Every kid knows how they did Oh, no, I only got classes. C's and D's? No, honey, look at I. The teacher you said got you got all, all A's. A's. Oh. Well, what's going to happen when they get to college and realize... They don't have all A's, and they're not getting into Harvard. Well, yeah, look, they're not getting to college, I think, is the answer to that. Uh, that's right. going to be or a rude awakening. A, uh, well, they're in a safe place, right? So nobody can tell them hurtful things. <laughs> <laughs> no. In the rest of the world, they're not going to be in a safe place. Is This is the most uh, unbelievable bunch of bullcrap <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life. And every day, it just keeps getting worse. I mean, it's... We're in real trouble here. <laughs> in real trouble. Yay! Yay. All right, more patents too coming up in a sec. Sponsor this half hour is Goldline. They've uh, created this uh, really cool thing. We've showed it to you before. It's this credit card size, uh, easy to manage, easy to use in a crisis situation, um, legal tender bar. Uh, it's exclusive. Uh, Goldline is the exclusive dealer of the Royal Canadian Mint's first ever one tenth of an ounce, ninety nine point ninety nine percent pure uh, gold bullion legal tender bar. Um, and I will say, like a lot of people will say, well, you know, because I don't know anything about the price of gold. As Glenn has said many times, it could go up, it could go down. You know, try to use it as an insurance policy. I think it's a good investment and, uh, and it's a worthwhile investment. But think about this, and you probably haven't thought about this angle on it. We might have a President Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to be coating every building in the United States with gold. The, the prices are going to skyrocket. That is a great point. <laughs> They're gonna be, this is going to be like the only gold left. You're going to be hang, <laughs> holding it in your hands if he wins. It's ideal for barter in a crisis situation, and it still qualifies for uh, Goldline's two-way price guarantee program. You've got to ask them all the details. There's lots of details. In fact, you should really call them and ask them if buying gold is right for you. Read their important risk information to see if it's the right idea for you and your family. And then ask about their accumulation special as well, well where you can get started for 100 bucks a month. Give them a call, 1-800-913-GOLD. That's 800-913-GOLD. It's Goldmine. Hey, that was some snowstorm over the weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. That um, was a big one. I was really excited to not be in it. I was, uh, I, I kind of, I longed. I longed. I know, my wife did too. My wife was like, oh, don't you miss being yeah, out there in the I, snow? I missed it. I mean, I, no. I'd no. love it. It'd be fun. It's fun. I like that. And you it was cuddled by the fireplace. It was way too cold here this it's weekend. Nice. No, it was not. Yes, it was. No, it was It was not. in the 40s. It was no. cold here. Bye-bye. It's going to be in the 70s this week. <laughs> sucks. I just, I, I hate that. Oh, not I love it. We have another front coming through. When? Another week or so. So don't worry about it. Are you sure? It'll cool down. Is that sure? Is that a Jeffy, I just think generally weather comes in cycles, so I say it like I'm confident thing? Stu, that hurts. That hurts. Does but it? that's exactly what it was. It hurts, wasn't Stu. It? Yeah, it was. You totally. know I'm right. <laughs> yes, because that's what happens generally. <laughs> um, uh, generally, that is what happens in Dallas. Uh, actually, Dallas is a little different than Houston. Houston will get like two days of chilly weather-ish, yeah. chilly-ish, and then it warms right back up. And then it'll be warm for three or four days. And then it goes down. And then it warms right back up after two days. Yeah. Their winter is really weird. Uh, here, we get more like a week of it. 
maybe two weeks. I, I just, I mean, this year. seriously despise this weather. I'm saying the weather here we have, which is 40 degrees, and it's too cold. I'm cold all the time. What a baby. I hate it here. What a total whiskey. Why don't we go more south? Can we go, I, to, can we go to the if equator? If you want to go to Houston. I want to go to the equator. Want to go to Houston. I want to go better, to the Galapagos Better be careful Islands. what you wish for, my friend. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I love it here. And I do, I will say that this level of cold, which is as cold as it gets, mm-hmm. I mean, is too cold for me, but it's still there's level of, I can at least tolerate it. You know, looking at what they were going through up there. I mean, they shut the entire city of New York right. down. Yeah. They said they were going to arrest people Baltimore if they were too. out past 2.30. I, is that even? How do you do that? I in don't America? know. I was thinking how the same thing. How do you freaking do that? It's, it, to me, it almost seems like it's actually just a threat. Yeah, like, they give you a summons or whatever. Just get out of here. They just, well, because they, they said they were going to arrest people if they are out in their car past two thirty. And it's like, well, I mean, shut up. What if you have to get to work? Yeah, Which story, I'm sure many people most did. Works were, yeah, most work was shut down yeah. and you had to leave early. No, I'm sure it was. The story, However, one, if it would have been us, we wouldn't have been shut down. we got to get to work. The right, one like, story I saw said right? that the police gave like six summons yeah so it was basically a threat so they weren't arresting they weren't really doing it but i mean i I, you know i was watching saturday night live that night and they're like hey we're the only ones open in the city where you you know and it's like well how did you get there how did any of these people get there they all got there you know 12 Mm -hmm. hours early Mm -hmm. i don't believe it they all figured out it because they were important so they made it to their little offices yeah um you know it's kind of i don't know it's a little irritating um new york is is one of those places though i mean these this is this is a place that has had Michael Bloomberg as mayor, mm-hmm. has Bill de Blasio as mayor, almost right. had uh, Anthony Weiner as their mayor, and, and did have him as a congressman for many years. I was reading a long story about Weiner this weekend, uh, and that's, uh, you take that one out of context, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> um, and he, uh, I don't know why, I mean, it was too. <laughs> you were, yours was a different type of story, a lot more pictures. In Jeffy's story. Uh, but uh, Anthony Weiner um, had a documentary crew following him around for his mayoral campaign, which I did not know until just a couple days ago. Um, and the, I didn't know until just now. The idea of it was <laughs> that it would be his big return to prominence, this huge political mm-hmm. comeback story. And they made it sound like in the story, um, first of all, Uma was the one who really pushed him to oh, do yeah. it. Like, he wasn't really necessarily that. Of course, this is him telling the story, so God only knows he's such a liar. Uh, but... Uh, when the scandal broke, they already were under contract with these people and allowed them to stay. So there's a lot of like kind of scenes of, of when, you know, when this is happening, what they were going through when the new scandal broke. This is, uh, so I'm kind of actually really interested to see it. Uh, here's a trailer from the movie. Josh and I have been a directing team for about four years. Uh, we've worked on various nonfiction film and television projects. <laughs> We're always looking for dynamic and fascinating characters. And when this opportunity came along to film with Anthony, we knew it was something we couldn't pass down. As many people know, Anthony Weiner uh, was a U.S. congressman who got caught up in a sexting scandal that ultimately led to his resignation uh, from Congress. And then a couple years later, he decided to run for mayor of New York City as a way to re-enter politics and uh, rehabilitate himself and redeem himself. I mean, we've seen countless celebrity meltdowns and scandals play out on cable news and in the headlines, but here we get a front row seat as it happens. I think that the film pulls back the curtain and shows what it's really like to be at the center of a media firestorm. It's hard to tell Anthony Weiner's story without there being an element of humor involved. It's, it's, he has a funny name. Um, in many ways, you know, uh, people have different reactions to what he did, but there's, there's something funny about it all. And, and beyond just sort of the straight humor, um, you know, there's, there's a kind of, I think, uh, absurdity to the whole story. 
One of the things that is so interesting about Anthony's story is that they are baffled by the decisions he made. And our film offers an up-close and personal look at Anthony. Uh, we get to hear from him, we get inside his head, and we get to understand what he was thinking through it all. You know, his story has been reduced to a punchline or a soundbite, and I believe that what will emerge is a real human and universal story. Oh, oh good. That's, well, that's I don't a, know that I would say there's a, awesome. a universal story. <clears throat> I don't know either, but I'd like to see some of it, some of the back. Some of the footage. Yeah, so I guess that was uh, not yeah. a trailer, as I said. It was a uh, just an interview with the directors. But they, uh, it, it's kind of interesting because they were saying that, like, at one point he went to a campaign rally and one of his accusers showed up to it. Oh, boy. So he had to escape, like, through a McDonald's. And they're all there I for this. I think we talked about that, didn't we? I think maybe it was a story at yeah, the time. Yeah, it seems like it. But they apparently had the footage of it. Um, nice. And, and, like, they have all this stuff where she's first, uh, they were there the moment Uma found out oh, that, oh, wow. that this was happening again. I mean, can you imagine? Wow. A second time with this dolt and the Carlos Danger thing. She's uh, had I mean, to sit there with Hillary through all this. She didn't upset her that much. Uh, well, they, I guess, like, it kind of did, at least according to their telling. I mean, I, well, I guess you'll see in the, in the movie. I'll, 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 gotta watch I'm it. in, right? I'm, yeah. I'm watching that. I mean, he's such a douche, is and it, he's in the douche hall of fame. Is it in theaters, or is it going to well, Netflix? Or they're doing... Um, what are we doing with I this? I think that's their sales pitch to the Sun, people yeah, at Sundance Sun watching it, oh, so okay. it's, it's probably not even picked up by anybody. I know um, the, the Gleason um, documentary, which was the one that followed the guy uh, who used to play for the Saints, I believe, and now has ALS, and they're kind of showing his life. Um, that was a big story because... Uh, that's where the footage came from for the New York, uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, bounty scandal. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, so they were yeah. doing that documentary. That's finally done, and now is going to Sundance as well for hopefully somebody to pick it up and, mm. and distribute it. So that's kind of what's going on now, I guess. But mm. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing the Wiener one, and I'm interested in seeing the uh, uh, the uh, Gleason one as well. The and book. that's the one with the with the uh, uh, New Orleans Saints guy yeah. with the ALS. Yeah. So I, I didn't I don't even know the story of the New Orleans Saint player with Lou like Gehrig's. Yeah, he was he was uh, I think he was like a special teams guy, um, and I think played defense as well. Um, and did he of, have to retire because of it? I, I don't remember. Mm. Um, um, but he was doing like speeches to you know the Saint, you know the Saints or whatever. He was serving as a motivational guy or something at that point, and they kind of watched his health is degraded as it always mm. is the case with freaking ALS. Which is really, right. you know, basically horrible, the worst horrible. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's just like the worst thing ever. So, you know, kind of showing his fight with that. And it's really, uh, you know, it's apparently very good and mm. really tough to watch at times. Do they deal with how a guy named Lou Gehrig got Lou Gehrig's disease back in the day, back in the 30s? Do they, do they go into that at all? Because the coincidence you know, Pat, I wonder there, if they, to I, me, they have to go into the odds, right? What are the odds? What are the odds that Lou Gehrig would get Lou Gehrig's disease? It's mind-boggling. It had to be... One and one, maybe? Uh, no, it's like a trillion no, to one. No. Like a zillion to one. So the odds would be one to one. It had to be two. astronomical. You're talking about the odds of someone named, right, Lou, Gehrig named Lou Gehrig getting Lou Gehrig's disease. It'd be like a guy named, uh, uh, you know, uh, narcolepsy, getting narcolepsy. <laughs> right? It just, uh, I mean, that doesn't happen. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Wait, wait, it's kind of weird. Would you think the odds it's would weird. be as long if, let's just say, <laughs> the guy who got narcolepsy named mm -hmm. the disease after himself? Or 
was it? So, oh, you're, you're expecting us to believe now that Lou Gehrig named his own no, disease. He didn't name it, hey, no. this is my disease from now on. Nice try. Society. Nobody does that, Jeffy. No one does it. That's a great point. So. You've won me over. Uh, Triple H727 back is the phone number. Back with more patents, too. Notice he still moment. didn't say what the odds are. Yeah, because uh, he uh, can't. You one, can't name odds. One like chance that. in one opportunity. You can't. Yeah. No. It's, Whatever. It's impossible. According to CNN, we do have some. Wait, just a sec, Pat. I don't know where you're going right now, but we do have some breaking news on the show. No, all right. Um, the reporter that everyone was asking about earlier in the broadcast, uh, asking the question at the White House, uh, the you Nobody. know the lady in the red dress. Nobody uh, was asking we know, about her. No, no, we, we didn't know who she was. Her uh -huh. name is Margaret Brennan from CBS. <laughs> I just want to give her her props. You know, she's normally over at the State Department, so we don't normally get a chance to see her and see her expertise at work. <laughs> You know, we we're fortunate enough to have that happen, Margaret Brennan from CBS. Then now that's breaking news. You interrupted our segment to tell you to, to tell us that you found the girl in the red dress. Yeah. Back to you, Pat. <laughs> what, do, what do you think the odds are that Jeffy has her address at home? Ninety-nine <laughs> percent. No, I don't. Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there she is. Thank you, Jeffy. You're that welcome. was crucial information. Uh, I know. That was critical. You know, I wanted to give her a props. I felt bad. Yeah. No, you didn't. She was very talented. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, all right. World War Three concentration camp. Well, it's actually World War Two. World War Two. Most of them. We're, we haven't gotten to World War Three yet. That's uh, Glenn Beck. You're right. You know. Right. World War Two concentration camp. If you watched the X Files last night, you saw that they had. A, I uh, did. Was that yeah, on last yeah, night? Yeah, the first one after the game. Ah! And they had a Gosh, darn it. The, the Joel McHale or whatever his name is. Uh, he was like an Alex Jones character. Like really? He, he was like knew all the conspiracies and stuff. That's great. Um, and uh, so that was kind of a funny uh, vibe. But I could see that potentially he would have the information on the World War III concentration camps that right. have already started. Yes, probably. Uh, there you go. But I will but. say this um, uh, just so you guys know in Hollywood, this might be uh, just information you might want to know. Uh, Alex Jones is not that rich. <laughs> N no, no, not even. No, no. He doesn't. Jo Alex Jones does not have his own helicopter. That I can promise you. No. Just oh my gosh. No there. way. No doubt about that. I don't even think no he could rent a limousine. No. Oh, oh he could rent no. a limousine. No, he couldn't. Yeah. I mean, well, it's a taxi. You yes. Can call it anything yeah, okay. you want. Well, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, he can Uber a limousine. That I believe he could do. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure his uh, spiel makes him some cash. Yes. But uh, they, they they presented him as basically like Paris Hilton. Like he's just like he's like flying helicopters in with the like unbelievable leather. Like it's like a CEO of a company. It's like you do realize this guy's on like negative four radio stations, uh, and has like nine people on the internet who like him. It's not that successful. You can't buy too many golden babies with Alex Jones cash. No, you you're, cannot. You're not talking about the same guy who has seen Charlie, Charlie Sheen's hernia. Yeah, no, that not guy. The, you're not, really? Yeah. Wow. And he's not incredibly wealthy? It's funny that they huh. didn't have him do, like, I thought they would go for the whole act. It was definitely, like, Alex Jones, because the set looked like it. Like, really? you know, like, you've seen those clips on the internet yeah. and stuff when we've been making fun of him. It's the exact same look. But, you know, Joel McHale is, like, a skinny guy in, like, a suit. Where, like, you know, Alex Jones is, like, this guy who, like, you wouldn't allow to clean your pool. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's like, 
<laughs> he looks like the guy who'd be like, he show up from a major company. I was not allowed. And you'd be like, guys, uh, can you? I'm going to go with another company. Uh, you know, I'm sorry. You're blubbering out on my sidewalk about fluoride, and I just, I'd rather, I'd rather go a different direction. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt. World War II. Okay, but first, uh, how was uh, X-Files? Was it good? Uh, yeah, it was pretty or good. Not. You know, they, I, the, the cool thing is they went with the original open. Yeah. So, like, they did a kind of an intro, which, like, walked you through all the conspiracies and the history of the show. And then they went into the open. It was that old school, like, 1990s open. Um, I actually, cool. I'm not, like, a huge, I was not a huge fan of it. It was my dad's favorite show, though. He watched and taped every episode of that show. And, you know, mm-hmm. he passed away recently. And I was like, screw mm-hmm. it. You gotta watch if, it. If, he, if he was here tonight, this is what he'd be doing. Right. I'm doing it. I'm watching right. this show. And it was entertaining. You yeah. know, I mean, I, yeah. I like that show. I mean, the movie was pretty good when that came out. I remember liking that. I will yeah, say, okay. I haven't seen the new one yet, but my wife was watching the last couple episodes of the last, of the previous series, you know, to try to see where they were going, see if she could get caught up to the new one yeah. uh, last night. And uh, it, those last two episodes, I caught uh, quite a bit of both of those. There was a reason the show was canceled. Yeah, <laughs> really? Not that good? Yeah, it was on the, it was on the tail end then. Yeah, really? I don't know. He lo- my dad loved that. I mean, like, literally v- VHS tapes of every single of the episode. Exiles, yeah. And, and it's like, you know... He wasn't the only one for that show. Oh, yeah. People no, I loved that too. show. People I loved, loved that show. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it will... It doesn't strike me as it's going to, like, recapture the imagination of America, but it might, you know, they well, put it on like, after what, a football ten, game. Ten episodes or something? Oh, really? Six. Six yeah, episodes. So it's just like a mini-series? Okay, yeah. It's it's a good little it's it's mm-hmm. it's cool. And they, uh, there was also a controversy about it. We're about to get into the story in a second, but there's a controversy where uh, what's her face? Um, I always want to say Julianne Moore, but it's not Julian Anderson. Julian Anderson uh, was pissed off because she found out apparently she makes less than David Duchovny for the show. Mm-hmm. And it's like, which is kind of ridiculous, actually. No, well, it's no, really it's not, not because she's it's been nowhere ridiculous. and he's actually oh, been you, doing things. Uh, so has she. What? Oh, she I mean, one of the big things is uh, the fall, which you should uh, be watching on Netflix. Uh, two big seasons, great stuff. The fall, great stuff. She's really good in that. Huh. Watch it, then come get. But back. He, no, but <laughs> this is it's completely separate from what her career is right now. Right, this, the, let me argue. explain to you the issue. Right. Why women in this situation get paid less? Because they look at this as some magical thing that falls from the sky. Right. And like, well, we should get the same amount, of course. The reason why David Duchovny got more money is because he sat there and demanded it. Right. He said, you know what? I'm not going to do your stupid show. He negotiated for it. That's how you get more money in Hollywood. You know, they don't just, it's not just some weird gift that they just come up with. Oh, well, you know what? If they could pay you a dollar an hour they and they would. thought you'd take it, they'd give it to you. Trust me, but you, they do. This is what you got is the least amount they thought they could get you for. And you agreed to it. And David yeah. Duchovny said, screw you yeah, and triple it. That's, they thought, because they thought David Duchovny would, uh, would negotiate, they couldn't get him that cheaply. They thought they could get you that cheaply. Guess what? They were right. Yes. You accepted it. Amen. You got, it is not, it's, not a, it's not a union-like negotiation where you're all going for the same uh, you know, uh, stock rates. You're above, above that level. You're getting paid more than that. Um, and it's just like this. It's like that idea that, well... The uh, the overlords above us gave us X salary. That's not how it works. You <laughs> have to negotiate for your You're damn right. salary. And she knows that. Yeah, you got to negotiate. If, if you were, if they thought you were worth that much, they'd give it to you. But you didn't even know her name. Right. You know the name David yes. Duchovny. Mm-hmm. He's a bigger star. He is. Clearly. He deserves more money. I, I don't care if he's a man or a woman. If the bigger star gets paid more, that's just how it is. Well, yeah. yeah no, right? you're right. But to Stu's point, I mean. Yeah, if she doesn't want to do the show for, unless she gets the exact same amount of payment, then don't do it. Right? Yeah, don't I mean, do it. And you know what? Guess what? Glenn Beck gets paid more than we do. Yeah. Wait, what? 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, not considerably more. Considerably than a lot more. more. Yes. And you that's, add all of us up, right. and it's you know twenty times considerably more. I mean, you don't need. To, I know that. <laughs> you don't need to like see we make, money. for example, for example, we make approximately fifty thousand times as much as Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Now, if he wanted to negotiate and uh, and 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 ask for more money, mm-hmm. maybe could. he could cut that to twenty five thousand times. You know, probably not. I doubt it. Uh, but, but maybe. maybe or know. walk. Or, 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 or walk. walk. I like that walk. idea. Jeffy, get out. Or walk. Or walk. I you. think you should walk. You should get out, seriously. You, you should. I you guys Take a side. stand. Oh, we God, are. We you are. need to walk. Demand more money and walk. Mm-hmm. So I could show them. Yeah. That'll now, teach them. When you have lots of new money, <laughs> you can go to a World War II concentration camp and yes. spend some vacation time. That's because it's being turned into a luxury resort in Montenegro. Uh, since the end of World War II, many of Europe's former concentration camps uh, stood as solemn memorials to those who perished within, but not all of them. One could be a luxury beach resort, and there it is. Uh, I don't know. That does not look like it would be a place I'd want to go visit. That doesn't look that luxury to me right now, but I'm sure they'd you gotta redo remodel it and redo. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. There's a drawing of, I guess, a well, that's not bad. conceptual uh, thing of what it would be like. That I will say that looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does look awesome. They've won me over with one drawing. Um, <laughs> uh, diameter of just 200 meters. It's an uninhabited, rocky, Adriatic Sea uh, island of Mamula. It's barely visible on the map, um, but during World War II, it was used as a concentration camp uh, by Benito Mussolini. 2,300 people were imprisoned there. 130 were killed or starved to death. Jeez. And inspired a 1950s movie called Mamula Camp, which I have uh, not seen. Jeff, have you seen that movie? Would you? Mamula Camp? Oh, yeah. yeah of course. Uh, seen I've seen Mamula the remake, Camp. not the original. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you go? That would creep me out. I would yeah. not go there. There's, there's a million places you can go on Earth yeah. if you want to yeah. go to a tropical, nice place. That's not going to be one of them for me. I'm going to go to someplace else because I don't want to go to a place where. 123 people were brutally murdered. I, I, I don't want to do that. 130, first of all. And some of them only starved. So that okay. should be a really nice way to spend right. vacation. I'm well, with you on that. Well, now you to go. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm not in. I'm oh, not no? in on that one, no. It just seems a little creepy. Yeah, it's very I creepy. mean, I would go to see it as a historical relic, you know. Yeah. But I would not want to go yeah. party. I do uh, drinks in the pool where, you know, but... I mean, I guess Something everywhere you go, somebody's died probably, I guess, but uh, this guess. doesn't feel right. Yeah, it, do, it does seem wrong. Uh, Jihadis is a new ISIS dating site using um, men displaying their masculinity to recruit brides. Uh, female jihadist dubbed Bird of Jana <laughs> recently posted a blog to entice young women worldwide to join ISIS. Analysts say the site is the ISIS uh, version of Match.com. It seeks to recruit women, mostly young ones, to become brides of jihadists. And, man, has that worked out for some of these young girls. Uh, Really well. Yeah, those those two girls that went from Britain. Mm-hmm. To uh, join jihadi. What are they doing now? They uh, yeah, well, they're laying in the ground. There's a re- relaxing uh, outdoors, mm-hmm. uh, which is something everyone loves to do. Um, and Usually, you don't want to do it with six feet full of dirt piled on top of you. No, that's probably true. But I, but, I doubt they. I, I'm sure it was a shallow grave. Yeah, it. I mean, it's really sad. They they went there. One of them. One of them got freaked out because of the violence and the horrific stuff that ISIS was doing, and wanted to leave. So they beat her to death. Horrible. The, the other uh, was apparently fine with most of the carnage. And, you know, they both married some of these douchebags. And uh, uh, she was killed in action, uh, fighting a- against us. And, you know, it's just not, it's, it's not a good it's, thing to somebody do. Somebody ought to sue them for false advertising. Because remember the two girls from France that were all upset? 
because yes. they, they didn't have any power to charge their iPads. They thought they were going to be up front. They and those weren't up, just girls. There were guys. Up, there were, those were guys from France. The French guys that came back and they mm -hmm. said, yeah, we couldn't even. Yeah, they couldn't want, even, all, they, all they could do was wash clothes. We didn't even have service. We didn't even have good cell service there. <laughs> and the Internet was super slow. And they were all pissed off that there were no, you know, great technological amenities there. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think they're, they're misleading these people into coming and joining so them. Wow, that's uh, really sad. That is uh, sad. By the way, on the uh, political front, that reminded me with false advertising. Did you hear that Donald Trump is accusing Ted Cruz of false advertising? No. What? Uh, yeah, he um, because Cruz ran an ad about eminent domain, which uh, they go over the case of uh, you know how Trump wanted to bulldoze this woman's house because he wanted a uh, lim garage for limousines. Mm -hmm. Well-known story. Uh, Trump wanted it, uh, fought for it, uh, petitioned the government to try to take the land. They agreed. They went. He used the power of the government to take this woman's, this, this widow's land, um, and uh, and then eventually, when it got up the court system, eventually uh, got overturned, and 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 he didn't wind up doing it. Uh, his his claim for false advertising is because in the video they show a bulldozer bulldozing something, and he says it makes them get the impression that he bulldozed that house, and the, whoever was interviewing was like, "Well, you wanted to bulldoze the house, right?" He's like, "Yeah, but I never did it." <laughs> Seriously, his defense is he couldn't get it oh, done, which man. I thought was the whole justification of his entire campaign, that he can amazing. get it done. That's uh, amazing. But, yeah, no, he said he, he didn't. But it's like if it's such a good thing, why are you denying it? Why are you saying, right. oh, well, I don't, want, I don't want anyone to think that I actually bulldozed an old woman's house because all I wanted to do was, was bulldoze, bulldoze a woman's house. I didn't actually do it. So there He's you go. so bad. False uh, advertising. You know, as a matter of fact, when we talked about this earlier today, and I think it's time to put it to the test. You know who belongs in the douche hall of fame? Donald J. Trump. <laughs> Donald <laughs> J. Trump. Wow, I don't think that's going to happen. Let's see. Let's put know. it to the test. You want to put it to the test? Yeah, I do. I do want to put it to the test. Go. You want to vote seriously? Yeah, vote? I think we right seriously vote no, right now. Well, Dog gun it, let's just do it. Go, where would you go in order to do this, Jeffy? Because we haven't done it in a long time. Oh, yeah, Maybe you can explain. How this works and where you go and how you place your vote. You go to theblaze.com slash TV okay. and uh, log in, log on to the feed. All right. And, uh, do I have I'll to have share like, uh, really pertinent information like my social security <laughs> number and all that stuff? Not the first time. Okay. <laughs> no, you're, you're good. Theblaze.com slash the feed. Blaze.com slash the feed. Yep. And okay. the question will be up. In just moments, yeah. So well, let's let's give them some time to get there. This is a. I don't think this is going to pass ninety five percent. I don't think there's any chance. Of this. I think we have to try. Now, I don't think we need to to put a case together. You know the case against you Donald Trump. You know the case against making it Donald months. Trump. Uh, but let's uh, let's take a break. Go to theblaze.com/slash/thefeed right now, and you can vote okay. on whether Donald Trump should go into the douche hall of fame. <laughs> Keep in mind, it's got to be a big vote. I mean, it's ninety-five percent this weekend. It's ninety-five so. percent in order to get in. Let's go to shot. I don't think. It, I mean, look, this is going to be a tough. I don't it's think we tough can get one. this ninety-five percent. It's a tough one. We'll see. I, I come up. We should come up with a number we think it's going to be at. All right, and uh, see I'll if we think can about that. It. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck. More patents too with the big vote for the douche hall of fame. Save. Triple eight seven two seven back patents too. All right, go to 
Theblaze.com slash the feed, right? That's that, correct. Did I get that right? That's correct. And place your vote beginning right now. Yep. Should Questions Donald Trump, what is, how did you phrase the question? Um, I should have put Donald J, but I put, I, should Donald Trump be inducted into the douche hall of fame? Okay. Now, the way the rules yes work no. here, 95% approval is needed. Uh, mm -hmm. So it is the most difficult hall of fame to get into. It's the most prestigious. It is. Because it is the hardest to enter. Yeah. I was uh, okay. wondering, uh, did Glenn did an uh, interview with Chris Cuomo uh, this morning and did not bring up the right? fact that he is a member in good standing of the Douche Hall of Fame. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to thank him or at least give it a mention, you know. I will he say, not. if Chris Cuomo he ever had done, like, he should keep that in his back pocket just in case Chris Cuomo starts getting annoying and like bringing up, uh, you know, accusing <laughs> Glenn of things he didn't do and such. Yeah. And he can just say, by the way, congratulations on your induction to the Douche Hall of Fame. That would be I a great will moment. say, to give credit where credit's due. He did a good job. He, he was good uh, with Glenn, I thought. Today, he, he wasn't uh, douchey at all. No. That was one of the more reasonable things I think I've seen him do. And uh, so congratulations, Chris. Uh, all right, and the voting is done. Uh, so we've cut off the voting. Mm. Should Donald Trump enter the Pat and Stu Douche Hall of Fame? Mm. And the answer so is... So what, what were you saying, Stu? You what, let's, let's take a guess. Yeah, we'll take I'm going to say he won't get any more than 70%. That's about where I am, too. I'll say 65. Really? You guys are just doing this to make yourself feel good, aren't you? No. <laughs> Why, did you come Closer? Closer? What? I would say congratulations are in order. Uh, Donald J. Trump uh, has been inducted into the Deuce Hall. No way! And oh my God! And I might yeah. add, he's a 99 percenter. 99 percent? Yeah! We have the greatest viewers. <laughs> God, I love you. On the face <laughs> of the earth. 99%? We're talking Al Gore, Anthony Weiner level douchiness. Yes. Now that can mean one of two things. We've always had great, great listeners, or we pissed off all the Trump supporters <laughs> so much that they're gone. Well, whatever. Whichever one is fine. <laughs> whatever. Uh, whatever. That's fantastic. That wow. That is good news. I did not think that was going to happen. Congratulations to Donald J. Trump who enters the Douche Hall of Fame with 99% of the vote. I mean, oh, hardly any of our Douche Hall of Fame dignitaries gain 99% well, Yeah, that's like a first ballot yes, Hall Stu, of Famer. Yes, yeah. Stu uh, mentioned a couple. Harry Reid is a 99%er. Harry uh, Reid was, okay. Uh, Ed Schultz. Ed Schultz. Yeah, mm -hmm. these are people, though, with an wow. amazing body of work. Yeah. They are. That, Nancy uh, Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi, 99%er. Yeah, and Eric, well, Eric Holder, too. He was, you know, he's a 99 Anthony Weiner wasn't Anthony, even a 99 yes. Yeah, no, I think he was, he? right? Or was he? He was in that Weiner? area. Yeah, Weiner was a 99 percenter. Okay. Yep, Weiner was a 99 percenter, and Al Gore was a 99 percenter. Yeah, I was thinking Al was. That's amazing. I, I really did not think that was going to happen. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought maybe he clears 80 percent, maybe. Oh, I was confident. Maybe, tops. I wow. mean, I really I thought. 99 I really thought. I mean, the thing about Donald Trump is even if you think he's right on some policies or something, he, the way he handles himself is so douchey, mm. um, you know, mm -hmm. that he actually belongs. Like, we've always said the first inductee is the perfect example of who should be in the Douche Hall of Fame. That was Alan Grayson, a uh, congressman from Florida, complete douche. Um, and really, Donald Trump shares a lot. Uh, he's got a lot of Alan Grayson in him. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, he's loudmouth about, you know, at the moment, conservative types of things, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, And while Grayson is more liberal. But they're both on the Canadian birth certificate thing. They're both big on that.
Grayson's a big uh, oh is Grayson Ted doing Cruz that birther yeah is he yeah. really mm -hmm. which is no surprise at all he's a douche yeah uh, and and vote douche Hall of Fame member maybe tomorrow we should I mean I'm I'm almost feeling maybe we maybe wait a week oh now you're getting cocky I was gonna say maybe we should go for grand nozzle next week oh for Trump can we do that I'm uh, getting greedy give him the grand nozzle when is, the douche Hall of Fame I like when it is, uh, when we'll is have the that vote maybe not uh, tomorrow but it's February first maybe we do it on uh, on right. the Iowa caucus day. that's a good idea because we can't do two in a week right? yeah no, that oh goes that's right again. so that is the in the uh, patents due constitution which we're we have some constitutional issues that have been brought up by a very astute uh, viewer we'll have to uh, we'll have to tell you about those oh, tomorrow. Uh, so, congratulations again to Donald wow. J. Trump. Huge day. Douche Hall of Fame. Douche Hall of Fame. Wow. I did not see that.